Please listen carefully. And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast, featuring two guys who know better and do it anyway, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And today on the podcast, we've decided to watch an anime. Anime? What's that? No, I'm just kidding. Yes, we're watching anime. We talk about a lot of things on the podcast, and we talk about anime sometimes, and it's usually anime movies, and we have talked about some shows here and there, but we wanted to get in on all the fun and watch an anime series together and then talk about it. Ha <laughs> ha. There's a lot of anime series out there, and a lot of them are very popular, and a lot of them have 10 million episodes. That's true. But there's a brand new one, and it's brand newly hot. It's been out for oh, about six months now here, the dubbed version, I guess. Yep. And it's kind of uh, rocked the anime world because it's very popular. Oh, it blew up. Yeah, it's yeah. hot and trendy. Uh, it is newer because, like... We watch anime, but I I had been lacking myself in like newer stuff. Like right. I've seen a little bit of Attack on Titan, you know, checked in with everything that people talk about. But the last time I like sat and like deliberately watched the series start to finish, it's hard, like you're saying, because there's like One Piece is thousands of episodes, yes. you know. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z, that's generations and right. seasons. So right. this is cool to be like, oh, hot new thing, just yeah. starting, getting on the ground floor. Yeah, and it's it's nice too because. I thought I was an anime head, <laughs> and then we started to go into conventions, and then I was like, oh, there's all this stuff, and I'd, like only the old voice actors would know some of the stuff that I would mention, Yep. and all these kids today, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You've never heard of this hot new band called the Rolling Stones? <laughs> you know who's real good? That Mick Jagger. <laughs> He's a real good singer. Oh, that young whippersnapper. I heard him on the radio, Justin Timberlake. Have you heard of his name yet? He's a young kid. He's got he's got weird hair, but I think he's gonna do something. Yeah. Yes. That's how it can be sometimes. That's how I was. I was the, I was the old out of touch person who used to be into the thing that was cool. <laughs> and then uh, they changed what cool was. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's what happens to us. Turns out they didn't change what cool was, because this is awesome. Yes, we decided, since there's only 12 episodes of it, uh, to get in on the the Chainsaw Man bandwagon. Chainsaw Man! Chainsaw Wagon. That sounds dangerous. Chain Wagon? Chain Wagon. Chuck Wagon, now. Chuck Wagon, yeah, there you go. (laughs) We're going to talk about our impressions of Chainsaw Man. We're going to focus on the first six episodes of the 12-episode series. Yes. And then we will talk about the last six episodes because there's just too much to pack into one thing. We want to give it some breathing room. And take our time with it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, what is it? How, how long are those episodes? Like, oh, they're short uh, TV episode lengths. They're 23-ish average. Right. So six episodes is like a movie. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're kind of breaking it into two movies. I think technically that's how they broke up the story, too, because this is based off the manga. Yeah. Um, and the manga is in volumes. And I think they do I think they do two volumes per season. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that ratio, but yeah. it's something like that. Yeah, the the manga is illustrated and written by Tatsuki Fujimoto. And I don't know if a lot of people know it, but 
the manga was huge mm-hmm. in Japan. Like, huge, huge. Like, how Harry Potter is. Yes. Or was. Very much so. Apparently, there was a lot, a lot of apprehension about the adaptation of this being made into an anime. I get it. There was, just like one was happening with Harry Potter, and there was kind of like, who was going to do it? Yes. And the uh, producer is MAPPA, and they got the contract, and they spent a ton of money doing this. Seems like it. The series uh, the series one, that this is, the all 12 episodes, they adapt the first 38 chapters oh, okay. of the manga series. So... What is Chainsaw Man? Well, the, the first thing you probably need to know is that it's actually set in a alternate universe in the past. Yes. So it's 1997 when it starts, and the universe is alternate, an alternate universe where the world has devils in it. Yeah. People know it. They're just part of life. Yeah, they're just part of life. It's a neat kind of lore that kind of touches on some traditional Japanese lore that we're not 100% familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's very familiar to them. And again, here's an, I keep talking about Harry Potter, but there's so many kind of similarities in the fact that it was hugely popular, and it does, this, like, it does touch on certain lore things, just like how yeah. Harry Potter touched on Western lore. I believe it. That we're all familiar with. Yep. You didn't have to explain a centaur, really. <laughs> you know, That's people true. People are like, oh, centaurs, yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. That's kind of what I like about anime is that there's a lot of things in there that if you really want to dig down deep into it, you can find out more about historical like legends yes. and, and, and traditions and things that go back further into a Japanese mythology. And 100%. Such. Yeah, so. you can go down that rabbit hole. And the best part about it is this show does one of the things we love and it does it just joyfully in that uh, it drops you right in. It says, here's yeah. a guy. Who has not even like we don't even know he's made of chainsaws yet. It, the yeah. story opens like here's a guy and he has a pet dog that's a chainsaw yeah. coming out of his face. We're like cool, all right. This show like for as much as it does tell you things, for every answer you get, you get two more questions. Right, and it never holds your hand. No, nope. it never says these devils are here because this reason. It never says these people are this way because these reasons. It just says kind of this is how it is. So get on board. Yep. Right from the jump. I know. I'm, I'm going to give you one one thing that's right from the jump that I found interesting that made me go, huh. And then I had I went and looked on the internet, and the internet is kind of going, huh. <laughs> Though there are there are a couple of like theories, and I can't pin it down, and I don't know why. Uh, I would like to know. Maybe if uh, you know you guys know this, if you're super into anime and you actually know maybe Japanese people because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there goes how does not and no one on the internet have like a Japanese friend who knows English enough who can tell them the answer and this this is a long story longer okay but there are people that have those friends so we should yeah. have the answer but our main character Denji yes he's got pointy teeth and from the start from the start yes and I'm like why does he have pointy teeth like when he's a kid he's not even like Chainsaw Man yet that's he's just that's, some yeah. kid that's it and I went online, and I'm like, why does Denji have pointy teeth? And there's two competing theories, and no one seems to know. No, there's not a single person on Reddit who's been like, my friend Harito in Japan told me it's this. So there's two theories. One... I have a third, but it might be one you're going to well, talk about. One, he's very malnourished, and his teeth <sighs> are crappy. Never mind. There's two theories. <laughs> and two is that traditionally, pointy teeth in Japanese culture 
is shows mischief, mischievousness, mischief, mischievousness. Yeah. yeah. Mischief. What's that word? Mischievousness. Is yeah. that it? It's mischievousness. To cause mischief, you yeah. are mischievous. Yes. Yes. But in a like a light-hearted way. Yeah, in a fae sort of like impish way. Yes, like yeah. an imp. Mm-hmm. And I've read that that is what's being translated here. I would go with that only because like the world you were just talking about. This is a world where devils exist. Yeah. That kind of is Japan anyway. Yeah. Like in a in this spiritual sense sure, but their culture is very much like our ancestors are here with us. Yeah. Demons, devils just Things exist, spirits, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, that's a part of it. So to have teeth that reflect somebody's inner character in a world where devils are actually right. visual, I, right. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, and someone said for the same reason, I don't know if you know, sometimes some anime uh, characters will have one sharp tooth. Oh, yeah. And that's supposed to show that they're they're a little, they're they, a little mis- Mischievous, mischievous, mischievous. Well, is that a, isn't it aluminum, aluminium? Is that what it is? Is this tomato, tomato? Is mis- mischievous, mischievous? You uh, yes, tomato, tomato. Both you both would get your point across. Yeah, but my brain is the correct way is mischievous. Okay, yeah, aluminium. Mischievous is yes, British. A oh, mischievous is that the British one? Mischievous. He, he caused controversy. He was yeah. he was mischievous. <laughs> he rescheduled everything. <laughs> I do have to get on board with the character that has the pronounced eye teeth being uh, slightly crazy mm-hmm. or whimsical because yeah. I have pronounced dog teeth. So, yeah. hey, I'm okay with that characterization. I have, I have vampire fangs. <laughs> See? So I'll, I'll take that anime trope. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the lore a little bit because it's an overall thread through this entire thing. It's Absolutely. basically what it deals with. But it, it's it's really cool. And one of the things I really like about this is the... And, you know, this is world building, and you know, this is kind of what we like. Yeah, oh, absolutely. To talk about what's going on. We know it's an alternate world in the first few we see because they talk about the Soviet Union, and the Soviet Union had collapsed before 1997. So in this world, the Soviet Union exists still, which is interesting. Here, uh, here's my dumb point. I knew it was alternate world. Yeah. I didn't know it was like 90s world. Yeah. I just, But it makes sense now because you don't see one cell phone, and I think mm-hmm. that's the reason they might have done that, right. just to take that element out of the narrative, mm-hmm. which is kind of why you get period pieces like that sometimes too. Right. So I guess, yeah, is it alternate world? Yeah. But it may not just be the Soviet Union that we know from 97. Right, exactly. And we have the... Devils exist. Devils are around. And what devils are in this world is it's they are creatures that are created out of people's fears. Yes. And the more fearful humans as a collective are of this thing, the more powerful of a devil it is. Yes. The analogy we were given, which is funny when you actually say that comparison out loud, but there's the coffee devil. Yes. Which some people are afraid of, but relatively harmless because it's coffee. Uh-huh. Compare that to the car devil. Yes. Car is, everybody's familiar with it, but quite deadly. Right. You know? Exactly. And then, you know, we come to find out that it levels up to things like the gun devil. Yes. And uh, (laughs) it's like zombie devil. It's so funny to me that it's what they do is their name. Yeah. I love it. It's so simple, yeah. and then it leads to some of the jokes in this. It's like somebody gets called a turd devil, and yeah. another person gets attacked by the nut devil. Yeah. Uh, what a great little bit. Yeah, it's but, great. But yeah, devils. And then I, I like that, that it's if it's not a big fear, it's a weaker monster. Right. That's that's easy to get behind. That's easy You'd to believe. you think that the chainsaw devil would be 
wouldn't be so much of a cute Pokemon looking guy. True, but I think it's. I mean, are people? Well, now that I think about it, are people really scared of chainsaws, or do they just make chainsaws scary in the instructions for chainsaws? And most people aren't scared of chainsaws. I would well, well see. Like you, my caveat would be if we're talking about like the world of power tools, chainsaw is scariest to me. Oh yeah, yeah. I would think so. Just yeah. because it's all in the how you use it. Really, I think a table saw is scarier. And then a chainsaw? Yeah. A chainsaw is a table saw that moves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a table saw that you could trip, and the table saw is like, now's my chance. <laughs> okay. Both of his legs. Okay. <laughs> I see where you're going. So, yeah, chainsaw. Anyway, to my point, though, yes. it's a cute little Pokemon guy. Oh, that's the one of the reasons I was excited to do this is because that character design is iconic. It's mm. just rad looking the first time you see it. It's like there's a chainsaw coming out of this dude's face yeah. and both of his arms, yeah. and they're spinning, and he's still alive. Uh-huh. How does that even work? Yeah, and he's wearing a tie. He looks sharp. <laughs> hey, uh, but so like I knew about Chainsaw Man like in the ethereal sort of like yeah. zeitgeist. Yeah, but actually getting the backstory and the development of it is cool. But like, why chainsaws? That yes, it's a cool character design, but it's also very weird in this world that is weird to begin with. But now he's also the outlier, and it's like, okay, you have guns and disease, which makes sense. But why is Chainsaw sort of the wild card that everybody's afraid of? Yeah. Oh, you mean the other demons and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean the devils. Um, I keep wanting to say demons, yeah. too. Well, I mean, yeah. So his li- the, his little um, devil dog, Pocketa, Pocketa, that he finds. You know, that's what I said. He's a Chainsaw Devil. Sometimes they say a devil, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they say the devil. So it makes me wonder, are they like a bunch of chainsaw devils, but I, only one gun devil? Yeah, it does seem like the, what's, is, it's not called a hierarchy when you're talking about demons. What's yeah, like the, that's a good okay. word for it. I'm, I'm sure there's a hierarchy here in that there's probably a whole bunch of chainsaw dog devils. Yeah. Devil dogs. <laughs> and, uh, but there's probably only like two of the bat devils right. that we see it, so it's maybe weird because i remember like one of the first devils that shows him going after is the tomato devil <laughs> yeah and i could swear they say a tomato devil it's possible the, but who knows it could be lost in translation you know it could be the enough <laughs> it, it seems like if they are created out of fears and grow with people's fears and become more powerful with people's fears yep just because you killed one doesn't mean it won't come People aren't scared of it anymore. So you'd think they would, you know, it'd almost be, there'd almost seems like there'd almost be campaigns of like, stop being scared of stuff. Yeah. No, like <laughs> uh, the devils being dead does not seem like a permanent thing. Right. And especially they hinted at it with that tomato devil you were talking about. When he kills these, like, you're going to want to burn these seeds, otherwise it will come back. Oh, yeah. So, like, them coming back is a known thing. Mm. Not explained why, because yeah. even six episodes in, they're like, ah, we'll get to it later. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, give me some answers. I love it. And then we have the, not only do we have devils, but we have fiends, which Chainsaw Man kind of is, I think. He's the unique one of a but, kind. But not, because that's kind of the what makes you a main character, yep. is that there's something weird with you. But basically, there's a fiend in this. It's power. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a blood devil that's inhabiting the uh, like a schoolgirl, basically. Yes. Um, and a manic pixie anime girl right. like, trope to 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I guess fiends are when a devil possesses someone. 
Uh, specifically, when a fiend takes over its old host's old contract partner's dead body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's um, the interesting thing. Like monsters or devils do exist in this world, but so do contracts with them as well. Right, and that's the thing is that's what's different about Chainsaw Man is that <laughs> Pocketa doesn't have control over him. Mm-hmm. He still has control over himself. True. So that's that's what's weird about Denji is that he still has his human form. He does mm-hmm. apparently fiends are supposed to have a very obvious outward sign like the horns. Yeah, they, um, and they, when they go hunting one, they say you 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 should be able to spot a fiend because of its head. So right. Exactly. Normally, it's the head that changes. Exactly. So there's something weird going on with him. But um, it explains why he has a chainsaw for head because right. that's, that's fiend quality. Yeah. Crazy. And power looks just like zero two. I think I've seen images of that character. Yeah. Because I like the, I like that trope of the. I mean, it's I guess it's a trope, but we've seen it a couple times. The the crazy powerful anime girl with little horns and petite frame. That's the you know you underestimate, and then she has great cosmic blood power. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna have to correct us because I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> but I don't know if the little the little horn things is just like a thing like the pointy teeth thing where it's like oh you know horns means this to a Japanese viewer. Maybe. I, I think in this case, because they did specifically say the fiend in the head thing, Yeah, I think it's showing that she has been fiend-possessed, but she's in control. Right. Yeah. Or, or so the, there's a compromise, whoever's in control. Yeah, the devil is in control. <laughs> yeah. Power! Uh, a pl- another contender joins the battle. I love that she has catchphrases. That's the best part. Like I know. She speaks like an old barbarian. Like, I know. We must fight now. <laughs> I thirst for blood. And yeah. she's a little schoolgirl. That's yeah. that's a great sort of just it's archetype. Funny. It kept making me think of Warhammer 40,000 because <laughs> they have the blood god, corn, the blood god. Blood for the blood yeah, god. Blood for the blood god. <laughs> that's exactly that attitude. And, that, and that's all has like demons and devils and all that stuff in it. So it just made me think like, it's like, oh. It's a devil of corn. Yeah. And she goes berserk. I mean, she just smells blood and she kills that sea cucumber devil. Yeah. It looks like a giant sea cucumber. Hilarious. (laughs) This show, I'll say this now because this is in my notes a bunch, but this show is hilarious. It's very funny, yes. Very, very funny. Yes. Um, Even I'm watching it subbed and it all just translates extremely well. Right. Even reading the jokes. Like... Their first fight at, when uh, Denji gets accepted by the creepy powers that be that we only know a little bit about so far, he gets sent with the you know to get trained as a rookie, and they get into a fight, and he says, "I only aim for the nuts," yeah. and so he kicks him in the nuts a bunch of times, which yeah. is funny. Yeah. But then they carry over the joke, and he drags uh, Aki back to the office, and he's like, "His nuts got attacked by the nut devil." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Which is a a callback to a play on an in-universe joke. I mean, it's I it's really funny. The translation is interesting because my sons watched this subtitled okay. before the the dub came out. Then the dub came out, and I'm watching it dubbed because later on there's some voice actors that we actually know in this. Mm-hmm. But there's a point in, in there where where he's like, I didn't know she was going to go ape-ass, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. right? And I was like, that is such a like a American-specific, like, where I was like, I wonder what that was in Japanese. And it's in the subtitles it says that. And my son read the manga and he goes, Oh, it says that in the manga too. Oh wow, okay. So apparently in Japan they have, you know, the same kind of <laughs> ape crap. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Ape shine? No. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. Like, yeah. you would think it is a Western thing for yeah. sure. But also, that leads to another plus for about the show for me is that it does a lot of self-aware referencing yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. not only, like, anime, like, big anime, right. but, like, 90s, too. Because, right. like, the opening sequence, we see Big Lebowski homage, yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. But then also, like... I mean, they're dressed like the Reservoir Dogs. That's it. Yeah. Um, and so it's those homages thrown in with, like, the like the over-the-top anime that loves America and wants to be a cowboy, but yeah. also, like, there's huge explosions and guts and gore, so yeah. it's, like... Extra extravagance, so throw in as many like Western cool slang as we can as well, you know. So mm-hmm. it's funny that the, <laughs> that that actually was in the manga first. So, so of all the devils you've met in the first six episodes of this, who's your like fave devil so far? Um, I l- and you can't say you can't say the <laughs> little devil dog. You know what? You know what's funny about that guy is that like he's really technically only in the first episode. He's in flashbacks in the other ones, but he's only really in the first episode. See, now technically he's always there. He's too. always there. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying him as the little like stuffed animal everyone has now. Yeah, but and also and the shows that I'm invested even only after six episodes in, I'm doing theorizing because they're doing a lot of heavy concepts. Yeah, that they think they're trying to sneak in here, and I think I'm clever because I'm trying to oh, pick up on them yeah. a little bit. You got you got the board up with all the yarn. Yeah. around, and I'm not saying like Pocket comes back. But he's way more of a cent. I, I have a feeling he's a way more central piece. Right. I mean, even if he's just the central piece to Denji, that's beautiful. Right. I love that setup. You I, think it might have something to do with why these other devils want a piece of him? I, I yeah. th- like because they did that in Final Space. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you watch Final Space, the cartoon with the mm. moon mooncake, the little green blob? No, the, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, it's kind of like a a Rick and Morty, but not as like Adult Swim, it's actually like tries to be a little bit more Star Trek. Oh, what was it on? Uh, FX. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of came and went under the radar. So anybody that else hasn't seen it, go watch it now. Mm. But uh, Final Space did it. It's sort of the 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 bait and switch. Yeah. Like here's the main character, but also it's also the piece of the main character. You right. know, like Harry Potter, you're a wizard, but also Voldemort's inside you a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, that's okay, the that's the important part. Yeah. Like one of those things. Ugh. But also, I hope Pocket comes back because I love that little dog. Yeah, everybody loves that little dog. I see. I understand now why he's all over the internet. Yeah, it's like Baby Yoda, but yeah, for he's, anime. He's the Grogu of, of <laughs> the anime world. He's the Rev Rev. So, what's your favorite creature? Favorite devil we've seen so far. I like the. I just love. It sounds like it was a famous. A Japanese voice actor that did it, mm-hmm. but the Bat Devil, yeah, with like his monologue, his character, yeah. it's old '90s anime. It's yeah, like, <laughs> I agree. You are my little plaything. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about what I'm going to yeah. do to you. It looked old school, and then he just gets slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, and then his girlfriend comes to avenge him. That little one-two the, punch was the a nice leech, setup. The Leech Devil, yeah, that looked like something out of <laughs> something that that you know what I'm talking about, everybody. Or it looks like that Muppet from the Electric. Teeth, oh yeah, Dr. Teeth Band, whatever yeah. her name is. I was like, a leech devil, what the heck? <laughs> a leech and a bat. I thought, I yeah. What yeah. about you, favorite devil? I like the bad devil too. I probably oh crap, said, I didn't I mean to take your no, answer. No, that was fine. I probably would have said the bad devil. It was the, the coolest one, I think. But also, I I really liked 
in the way that I thought it was neat, not that I was like, oh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. When they initially meet the Eternity Devil. Yes. And it's so like just the, the head with the, it was so creepy. And it's so, to me, that's so Japanese mythology. That's like, that's like the Ghibli heads rolling around by themselves. That's it. It's that. I mean, that's what, when I think like Japanese devil, that's what I picture. That kind of like, it's a head with just a foot and a hand. Like, oh. it's everyday things that are twisted. Yeah. Just, but like, and slightly, I mean, yes, it's really weird because it's just a head, a foot and a hand, but it's all familiar things. It's just, they're out of place. So it's un- unnatural. What kind of devil was it that he cut the head off of with his axe? Uh, the one he didn't use his powers yeah. on. That was a, that was the uh, other fiend. Got mad at him. Oh, there's a fiend. That was the fiend they were talking about, where he's like, you can tell by the head because it oh, had yeah, the yeah, little yeah. like pincers. Right, right, okay. That guy was great. He's like, you are dead, 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 dead. You know what's really funny about that is that <laughs> I I came across this idea that Denji didn't <laughs> he didn't use his powers on that guy because he saw all the reading materials around there, and he's yes. like, I don't want to mess these up, so yeah. I'm just gonna. Make a clean cut here. And mission accomplished. He's like, uh, uh, material retrieved is what he says to <laughs> yeah. himself when he's all dead. That is the, that is an aspect of the show that uh, it's bugging me, but I think it's bugging me because the creators want it to bug me because it's one of the conflicts of this show. Hmm. And it's Denji, and it's kind of like it justifies the reason why he didn't use his powers. It's because he's a young male teenager. He's 16. And his goal is boobs. Yeah. <laughs> A serious goal. He's yes. like, I figured it out. My goal is boobs. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious because he's serious about it. Mm-hmm. And one that touches on the theme that everybody's reasons for doing something are either silly or noble depending on how you look yeah. at it. Love that whole abstract concept. But our main character is a horny boy. And it's <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And it could cause so much problems. And it does. But I think they're really smart in how they're handling it. because. Yeah. All the potential pitfalls of that sort of motivation and narrative they're addressing, mm-hmm. but also the consequences are like immediate. Yeah, like he succeeds in get in, in boob quest, and then his hand gets shot off like yeah. completely. You know, it it happens again or almost happens again. And he gets stabbed through the chest. It's just uh-huh. like okay, so there are immediate consequences, and then he's learning about it because he's a wild boy that grew up no school, no parents. He has the minus fifteen disadvantage of lecherousness from the GURPS generic universal role-playing system. Absolutely. He does. Look that up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's funny because I'm sitting there going, like, what are they doing? And then I didn't catch that. He was, like, I'm watching it, and I was like, is he supposed to be, like, a teenager? And then at one point, they're, like, at the, he goes, like, I'm 16, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know? So he must, like, look older for his age type person. Well, he's been through a lot of stuff, so. Yeah. And then that yeah. one beat where Aki's like, what, if you've never been to school? And he's like, no, no, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> why? Like, the audience just learns that, too. It's like, okay, why is there no school? Like, I get, we get a little bit of what your parents are dead. Grew up uh, hunting devils for the Yakuza. That's it. That's to all he did. pay off his father's debt. That's all he ever did his entire life. Family debt, man. That's, that's hardcore culture right there. Like you were saying earlier, like... There's little elements in here that are rabbit holes all on their own. Mm-hmm. If you're like, why is it this way? And it's like, oh, it kind of was that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. And that's the thing, too, is this has that whole like action comedy thing going on. Very much so. And that's where they, they get a lot of the, the play from this. And it's it's used against him by the other people. 
around, well, mostly the other women around him. But, like, they know. I think that's intentionally also the balance to him being such a horn dog. Yeah. Is like, <laughs> horn dog. Let's use that. I yeah. like that horn dog. So, him being a intent- horn chainsaw dog. <laughs> yeah. A devil dog. Horny, uh, horn, horn devil dog. Uh, him being that way, yes, it's over the top. But it also gets him into all the trouble because he immediately, like, that's the way they get him to do anything. So it's just like, it's an easy manipulation button. Right. But like, oh, <laughs> you want the attention of a hot girl? Okay, go do this thing. Go kill the dragon, yeah. you know, and you'll get to hang out with the princess. Exactly. And he falls for it every time. He's like, what? Okay. <laughs> he's very, he's very id. That's it. He's, yeah, he's just. Just all, just all go. I mean, he's sixteen years old. Yeah, it did start out very noble the first time. Like he started to like rationalize with himself because he's like, I have two goals in life now: one, jam on bread, and two, flirt with a girl. So yeah. it started out noble. It's it's <laughs> you know it's really funny too because <laughs> the, the Wikipedia entry it is so like, um, what do we want to say? Sanitized. Yes, I think it's really funny to me. Because it says, Denji has a dream to live a peaceful life and settle down with a partner. That's on paper. That's true. Those on are paper, true that's statements. true, but that's not what he said. He's no. like, I want to get with a girl they before just had to meet, I die. They had, on Wikipedia, they had to meet word count. You can really just say boobs. That's it. <laughs> I want, he said, I want to get with a girl before I die. Yeah. That's just, and it's, that's, come on. Do people not remember being 16? I know. But I'll, I'll be real serious for a second, and this is in, like I have it in my notes, and I, this caught my attention. They do even set up the idea of like the weird concept of if Denji does this thing, then he earns favors and a physical repayment, mm-hmm. which is weird, which is bad parts of the internet weird. Yeah. Like that's something people struggle with, you know? Right. And I think it's a thing in Japanese culture as well. Like that's something that it's, it's an issue, like for that mindset. Like, uh huh. It's the Andrew, the the bad incels of the world. It's yeah. your Andrew Tates. If I do good things, then rewards right. will, are right. obligated to me. So you think there's something deeper being said here? Absolutely. Right. Because, because Denji is doing that. Right. And it bites him. There's there's consequences almost immediately every time it happens. Like every single woman other than Kobeni is it totally is just like. I'll give you a kiss. Yeah. You can touch something. You can do that if you do this for me. And yeah. he's like, okay. I mean, it works out because they're all doing it just to get a favor out of him. Like, right. they know he'll fall for it. So that's fair game. But for the 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 ickier side of this sort of theme, right. they're addressing it really well. Right. Uh, and instead of just being like, oh, he's a young teenage anime kid. Like, that really could have been a one note end of it thing. But they're actually, I think they're doing a lot of messaging underneath it. Maybe we'll see. Haha. <laughs> Or he just, you know, he's going after boobs the whole time. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting a lot of deep thought into something that might just be. <laughs> Thanks for being weird, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being weird, Japan. I know. Well, there is a there is a tiny bit more to it. There is kind of like a like an American Pie. Yes. Or a, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's like a there's like the raunchy comedy stuff going on in here. Like a Porky's. Because, <laughs> man, we never get into this stuff on the pod. But yeah. hey, it's an anime and it's in here. You know, his first reward in the bathroom is not as good as he wants because power pads are bra. <laughs> and, and it's like disappointing. And that is such a like 
like an American pie. That's something that happens in one of those things, yeah. like a super bad American. All those the build up and yeah. the build up, and then yeah. just like the realization. And it's yeah. like, Mwah. and I think that maybe I think that what's happening here is that the Japanese comedy sensibilities are maybe in the zero zeros, the two thousands. I get it. You know, yeah. while we're up here in the American 2020s, and uh, we're kind of like, because if you put yourself in like that brain, yes, that raunchy teen comedy brain, this is like an awesome raunchy teen comedy that also has like crazy action in it. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's sex and violence and rock and roll. Right. Absolutely. Not only is are they doing a wonderful job with just that simple concept, I do think they're uh, intentionally putting things in here that are underneath that. I uh, maybe we'll see, and but I think, if not, because if, some yeah. of the decisions, like Makama, yeah, she made the she's the head of the uh, public safety devil hunters, or the, uh, the Continental, the table, John yeah. Wick. No, what are we talking no, about? She's the or at least the Tokyo branch. I don't think she's the head of it, but she's the boss in Tokyo. It seems. Yeah, she's one of the regional managers. Yeah, one of the regional managers. Some of the decisions that she makes. Either she's playing 3D chess or this is National Lampoons and she's just making these decisions because reasons make funny. It's justified whichever way you want to go. Putting Denji, Aki, and Power in the same <laughs> apartment yeah. in Aki's apartment that they make a point of showing you like how he enjoys living there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, get up so early? he makes his coffee, he makes his breakfast, he sits and reads the paper on the on the patio while he smokes a cigarette. He has like this nice little life. And then next thing you know, first this Denji kid is there who like apparently smelled like a garbage bin. And, and, and takes a bath, slamming on the side the entire time, right. like wow, wow, uh-huh, yeah. wow, wow. And then like, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> eats all his jam at once. He calls you know? it super toast. I love it. <laughs> For, he has to put up with that, Captain Topknot over there. <laughs> and 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 then not only that, then Makima is like, and Power's gonna live with you guys too. Yeah, she's in trouble, so she's in the doghouse yeah. with all of you. So <laughs> it's like, it's like that is such a like the dean. Saying, like, this is how the, your roommate situation is going to be now. You're on super secret double probation. But it's doing what it's planned to, like, in all ways, because not only are Denji and Power getting supervision, which they need, uh, Aki wants friends. And this is, in, like, regulated friends. Like, yeah. you're going to make friends. <laughs> regulated friends. Yeah, from his boss. Who's not the boss, because she has, the like, the smoking man, X-Files guy in the shadows for her as well. Yeah. There's true. levels to it. There, There are levels to it. I don't know. I don't know what to make of her character because you can justify it either way. Right. She's in it either has her own game or there's another and game. And she's got those weird eyes too. What's up with them? She, she's got fiend eyes if we're going yeah. off of power. I know. Because power has similar eyes. Yeah. But yeah, we don't know her game. We don't know anybody's game. We get we have little pieces of information. We know Denji's game. Kind of. Well, we don't know the game of the devil that's inside him, but we know Denji's game. Boobs. <laughs> yes. I like it. It's and, and Jam. Honk Master 3000. <laughs> that's his game. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, and like we know, like Aki has a sword that if he uses, he gets older. And, yeah. uh, and then Aki's partner, Himeno, has the eye patch that she, you know, gave up a contract for the devil power, which is what. Go, uh, ghost devil? Yeah. She's got the ghost devil. Yeah. He's got the fox devil. Fox devil and the sword, which yeah. we didn't see in use, but almost needed to be a possibility for the, the sleep dream god that. That's what I predicted, but it, it's the Eternity God. I had to look it up. Yeah, so you can, in this lore, you can make contracts with devils 
if approved yep. by the government. Yep. Um, so apparently only the public safety devil hunters are allowed to do it. Yes. There's also like private bounty hunter devil hunters. Yeah. That that's what Denji and Power got in trouble for killing the sea cucumber because, because there was somebody a, there it was a there was a bounty hunter there. It was somebody and, else's jurisdiction you know, and kill. Yeah, exactly. So they like had to pay the guy. Yep. <laughs> but, but that's, that's why they got in trouble. That's kind of funny. I, I like I like the world building. That's great. No, yeah. and and like it shows the consequences. And but also it's it's the Chekhov's gun thing a little bit again in that we know there's private devil hunters, which means private devil hunters are going to show up at some point, right? To cause interference or to get in their jurisdiction. We also know that there's a we also know there's a devil body black market. Because that Yakuza guy True. was having him hunt devils so they could sell the body on the black market. So what are they doing on the black market with devil bodies? But didn't also that Yakuza guy turn out to be a minion of zombie devil? Eventually, yes. So I think the bodies just go to the zombie devil plot. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, but what a reveal. That's when we get to see Chainsaw Man turn into Chainsaw Man because he like... He gets buried. He dies. They kill Denji in the first yeah. episode and chop him up into pieces. Which, it like, it it. This is the conversation we have on this podcast. Is like we know the outcome. We know Denji lives because he's the main character. He's got to survive for at least a right. hundred issues of the manga. Uh-huh. You know, they kill him in the first episode, and so that's like as a fan, as somebody that knows the outcome already, they did a really good job play, of playing with it. But they also set up that we're not afraid to kill anybody. Yeah. Yes, he came back, and yes, it was a funny joke, but. We told you in the first episode that we can kill anybody we want. Interesting. I just wanted to note that, but I like the contract with the devils because, like you're saying, it just adds to the world. Only certain people can do it, and it's it's such a twist because this is, I think, something that'll come more into play later is that they say that devils can't lie because they're that the whole bottle episode where they're in the hotel with the eternity devil. Uh-huh. Just awesome episode in general. Very creepy, very spooky. Yeah. But this is where we get the information about contracts, because like the contract is give us Denji and you, the rest of you can go. Yeah, and they, they have the conversation like, well, devils can lie, and they're like, actually, when it comes to a contract, they can't. Uh-huh. It's very specific to that. Denji is unique because he has Pakita inside him. He's one of a kind to do that sort of thing. But what he hasn't told anybody yet is that he made a contract with Pakita. Right. Pakita said, "I will be your heart. You show me your dream." Right. What happens when Denji doesn't show, doesn't no longer chase his boobs? No longer, <laughs> no, like, I, I get that the dream can change. That's why they were vague in the establishment of the yeah. contract. Because I'm thinking genie rules here. Because it is, it's fey rules, it's devil rules, yeah. it's genie rules. Pakadis is saying, you have an obligation in this contract, and that's to show me your dreams. Yeah, and that, it's interesting because the, the, the that plays into it too with the bat devil. Yeah. Is that power was kind of like, we had a contract. And he's like, you, we never had a contract. Yeah. He's like, we didn't have a contract. I said, I'll give you your cat back if you bring me human blood. And by the way, this isn't human blood. It tasted like crap. There's something wrong with him. Because Power thought he was a human. Power hadn't seen him chainsaw yet. Yep. She thought it was a foolish human. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She's like, why are humans so foolish? Their jokes leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, well, what's your powers? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I turned into a bunch of chainsaws. She's like, why is that your power? He's like, I don't know, because people think that's awesome. Like, they say that in the show. <laughs> and she's like, human jokes leave a lot to be desired. I'm like, so smart. Hilarious. Yeah, it's very funny. Very, very funny. But yeah, the contract with the bad devil doesn't go through. But 
the fact that early on in these episodes we're getting this sort of complexity to the relationships and all the different ways they can play out. There's a whole theme about duality in here that I love that I'll probably save once I've seen 12 episodes to see yeah. how my bets pay off. But it, it's just for being what essentially on the surface is an over-the-top, extremely gory, extremely loud action anime. Yeah, There's some really cool concepts in here. Yeah. They're more than just, hey, devils are real. <laughs> Do you have a favorite fight scene? We talked about favorite devils. I know we get it. those are some of our favorite beats. Yes. My favorite fight scene was was from the jump. That zombie. Yeah. Like when he first shows up mm-hmm. and he's just like going crazy and just like it's neat because you're kind of sitting there going like, okay, who's in control right now? Yeah. It, it seemed like it was a little bit of Packet is still Packet is like, okay, hold on. Let me let's just take care of this. Because like why did he know to pull the thing? That's it. So I, I think it's like, okay, you're in control. Like, once we take care of this crap. <laughs> you know, so I almost think that was, like, pocket of there. I get it. Because it wasn't until, like, it didn't seem like it was Denji again until... It melted off? Yeah. Until Makama showed up and was and he was like, can I have a hug? You know, I think that was, that was Denji for the first time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's my theory, at least. And such a silly beat, can I have a hug? But I think they're burying that it's it's human contact that grounds him to the real world. That's right. the only reason he can become unberserked. Yeah. Uh, and that reveal, like you're saying, they didn't do it right away. Like, he pulls the cord, but it's not like it was an instant change and he became Chainsaw Man. He pulled the cord and then he got buried under zombies. And he's like, right. oh, I guess it didn't work. And then, you know... Yeah. The zombie god's doing his monologue, as all bad guy villains do. <laughs> and in the background, you just hear... <laughs> the sound design in this show is right. amazing. Right. Music is great to go along with these action sequences. Like, it's just... I think it's all heavy metal for that whole zombie mm-hmm. thing, but Japanese heavy metal. Yeah. Um, but they do little things, like when he's fighting in these battles, every time he does the anime, like, exertion sound... Like, yeah, there's little revs of chainsaws behind it, too, in the sound design, and it's mixed. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, the battle between him and the the bat and the leech monster. Yeah. Though. Like, the battle between him and the leech is better because that's the more physical. Yeah. He's running out of juice, and they're trying to figure out, like, I need blood to keep being yeah. chainsaw man. And he just is kind of sort of chainsaw man. <laughs> yeah. I like the fight. I like the fight. The fight with the bat thing's funny is because it's purely motivated by his number one thing. That's it. You know, Grope Man <laughs> 3000. I save the know. cat. I get boobs. <laughs> That's it. It was no, there was no noble cause there. It no. was all like, hey, man, <laughs> you ruined my dreams. Can't you see him on a date here? What are you trying to do, man? It's so silly. No, it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, man. And then my last point on the, the fight scenes and the action sequences is that. Uh, these are great because it reminds me of old, like, Fist of the North Star, yeah. Ninja Scroll, like, yeah. ultra-violent anime. Yeah. Which is the thing, though, because this va- the, the show is extremely violent. Uh-huh. But it doesn't strike me that way because it's almost too artistic. Right. And the way they frame everything, it seems like they're obviously pulling frames out of the manga. Yes. But the way they're, like, doing the compositions and slow-mos in it, it's almost like just looking at Renaissance paintings right. of, like, old heaven and hell mm-hmm. battles rather than like, oh, that guy just lost an arm and an eyeball. It's not that. It's like, oh, this is the monster beast versus the hero right. savior. And then you get the cool black anime screen with the white slash through it. Yeah, I mean, 
let me roll into that point. Yeah. Is the, that this is beautifully animated. Wonderful. I mean, beautifully, masterfully animated. Apparently, they spent tons of money on this, and you can tell. I mean, this is a lot of animes. Some corners are cut. And stuff does look good here and there. Mm-hmm. But this, I mean, frame to frame. I mean, they animate stuff. There was, at one point, I think it was when Makama put the tie on him and tied the tie. Mm-hmm. She did it like... It was it was a half Windsor. Yeah. Yes, you could you could <laughs> follow that. You as could follow that and make a tie. <laughs> it was like a YouTube tutorial, and and I was like, they didn't have to animate that. No, they did not have to animate that. Yep. I mean, I saw someone talking about how like they animate like hair bobs and wind blowing in the hair and stuff, and, and that's I get that, and that kind of stuff is like it's Ghibli level stuff. Yes, you know, one of the big motion picture level stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool to see, but. But just the, I was amazed. It stuck out to me. I was like, they showed tying the tie. <laughs> and it was right. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And there's a lot. I mean, the show is based a lot on like facial features and acting as right. well. Because it's like you're dealing with like distorted humanoid looking creatures. Right. So not only do you have to make it like twisted and weird, but you also convey the little details in it, which always blows me away. But adding details like tying in a tie, yeah. It does show that it's next level. It well it is. And that 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 really as the art school kid that really revved my engine. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say like my initial like couple t- first ten minutes into it, I was annoyed that I like it's oh it's three D and two D. But yeah. Uh, I realized that was me being knee-jerk reaction grumpy. Mm-hmm. And there's a, for being, I mean, this is characters in suit and ties in a metropolis megacity. Yeah. So, like, stylistically, other than the devils, this is a run-of-the-mill, average-looking anime. Uh-huh. But they do enough stylized that it has a 90s feel to it. And with the, it's not old CGI, but it's, like, CGI where you would expect CGI to be. Right. Like, it's the background, it's the hard stuff, it's the... Stuff to fill out the world, but not necessarily the focal point. I wonder if that's a conscious choice since this was set in the 90s to animate it like the 90s. It, because of the way they're doing the blood and the yeah, flashes, I think, right. I really do think it is. Like, I, it was noticeable to me, but then it becomes, I realize that it's a design choice rather yeah. than a lacking of CGI. I think it might be. Yeah. Because it does, I mean, maybe that's why it's hitting so many buttons for me because that's when I came up watching anime. Because, the reason you need that kind of weird janky CGI is it looks weird in like the car driving scenes. Yeah, but when yeah. you get to Chainsaw Man running three blocks in two steps and the buildings are whooshing past him, yeah. you know, like the old anime, like everything distorts because yeah. he's moving so fast. That's what you need that for. Yeah. And that's what they're doing a great job with. Because yeah. like, it's like, oh, he has powers. Oh, he's super strong. Oh, he can yeah. throw cars. Oh, he, you know. With a guy in it because it's not a woman. <laughs> if it was a woman, he would have let her out. <laughs> No, did you notice that? Yeah. They made a point. I don't don't care about some dude. Because just before that, he saves like, oh, cute girl, you know, get out of here. I'm going to save you. And then it's just some dude. And he's like, I'm throwing this. (laughs) It's really fun. I love it. He's so dumb is the best part. I know he is. Well, he never went to school. Like even then, like I think even if he's feral, he's feral. The teeth. Oh, he's a wild boy. That's why he has pointy teeth. Maybe. Simplest answer. That, I think we came up with our own answer. Pointy teeth because he's a wild boy. Yeah. He's I like Mowgli. It. And he's Chainsaw. I mean, yeah. come on now. Chainsaws have pointy teeth. I wonder if the blonde hair means something, too, in Japan. Uh, protagonist. 
Oh. Proud of myself for that one. <laughs> um, uh. But no, uh, yeah, just him being dumb. One, of, uh, just one more of the jokes that I love in this is that what he's finally getting up the nerve to flirt with Makima because like that's the girl that his whole mission is about when he first starts out. Uh-huh. He's like, uh, so Makima, what's your type? And she's point blank is like, I like the the Denji type. And he's like, dude, that's me. Uh. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you big dummy. I know. Oh, and anytime he gets his reward, he's like, yeah, wh- what? I'm just going to stand here frozen like an awkward 16-year-old boy. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, great. Do you have a favorite of the crew? Power Denji, Makima, Kobeni, the scaredy cat that keeps stabbing people. Oh, my gosh. That that character kind of annoyed me. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, who's that other guy? There's another guy, and I'm like, is that guy just, are we just going to call him Red Shirt? Yeah, Red Shirt He's Aki. not going to last, yeah. right? No, I, he seems like he's there to, to to be the conflict. Like, no, we need to do the right yeah. thing. He doesn't. But it's kind of funny because initially I didn't like Aki. I almost think you weren't supposed to. Yeah, no, until you, know, you get his but, his context. But as you as it went through and you learn about his motivations and how the gun devil killed his whole family, and that's kind of he has that. Obviously has that thing. That's why he doesn't make friends or close contacts because he's afraid they're going to die. But once he kind of gets the idea that Makima thinks that Chainsaw Man is the key to killing the gun devil, yes, he's like suddenly all on board. Yeah. And I like that kind of character development. I'm not 100% sure. I'm like, you know, this guy's the best ever. Mm-hmm. But I can... I don't know. He gained a lot of cred for me when he took the knife for Denji. Absolutely. Because, and I know that's kind of selfishly motivated in a way, but also it's a, a noble thing to do. Well, and it's a, yeah, it's selfish motivation that's going to come back to be character growth for Aki. Right. Yeah. And he's like, at first I was like, what's up with the top knot thing? And then I realized it's like, because he's got the sword and stuff, he's got a whole samurai like modern day samurai thing going on, yep. which I think is kind of cool. I like him. How old? How much? How much of his life do they take for one sword swipe? I don't know, because like they made it seem like a big deal, and he was yeah. ready to lay it down, but she was like, his partner was like, absolutely not, because she's lost six partners. Like yeah. the context for everybody is wonderful, and we barely know anything. Right. Even still, we have enough to be like, I understand this character completely. I think, right? But we could also, we only know enough that we could be entirely wrong. Yeah. Like, how did he get that f- giant fox head powers, which is great. Right. And he makes the fox head with his hand, yeah. but it's also the reticle yeah. to where to attack. Yeah, it's I great. I love it. I know. Con. Kitsune attack. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a Sony button combination. Yeah. And, they're, and <laughs> you're saying, that, how do I do the fox? <laughs> oh, that's how you do it. Okay. <laughs> Match over. Thanks. But they're doing the the high level, I guess, big budget, but high level smart creator thing of it's funny, it's action, and it's mm-hmm. it's thematic and dramatic, and there's a deeper story they're not telling us under here that they're going to reveal later. Is definitely what it feels like. But it's smart because they don't. It's not too much of one thing. Right. As soon as it gets a little sappy or wholesome, it's like, oh, blood and guts and chainsaw. Yeah. And when it's too much of that, it's okay. Let's be a little funny now. Yeah. It's really nice tonal pacing, right. rather as well as just like narrative pacing. Mm-hmm. 
narrative pacing. I still have no idea what's going on. So we got to wrap this up so I can go watch the next yeah. six. Who's your favorite of the crew so far before you wrap it? Uh, Power is fun. I know. For being as one note as she is, but I really like it. I really like Makima. I, th- I can't I can't get a read on her, so mm. she's the most intriguing to me right now. An enigma. Yes, because they're doing her statements deliberately. They're true statements, but the perspective all like changes depending on like who she's talking about or who she's right. talking to. Right. And she's kind of got female Nick Fury vibes. Yeah. Because he- here's a little taste of how weird my brain is getting with this show. <laughs> no, for real. Uh. They use the word dog a lot in this show. Yeah. Like, don't be a dog, or you're yeah. a dog. You're going to do what you're told. Yeah. Obey, you're a dog. Yeah. But the whole reason Denji is alive is because of a dog, and dogs are loyalty and best friends, yeah. and it's the true, pure heart of his uh-huh. relationship. And that's all, they're like, that's, they're taking the entire concept of a dog and representing it through different characters four different ways. Uh-huh. And it's really interesting, and it's very deliberate. So when they talk about... A thing like a devil or a contract or a gun. Like, they're making really weird claims about words and names Mm -hmm. and motivations and like, oh, you have such a foolish motivation, it's boobs. It's like, oh, your motivation, it's foolish, it's your dead brother. Like, they're both equally silly or they could both equally be just as serious. Yeah. And that's that, that hints at such a planned out, thought out concept that that has me excited. Yeah. I mean, I know the manga's there, and that's what they're pulling from, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying the manga, too, as well. If it's these concepts, that's just yeah. next-level art stuff. Yeah. All right. But power. She's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite of the crew. Well, I mean, we are, I think so far, I think so far the pizza's looking pretty full that's on good. this thing, but we still got six to go. That's true. They could drop it down down the stairs they really could i like i'm giving them credit for a lot of stuff i think they'll get to yeah so i, I mean that is expectations i could be shooting myself in the foot here we'll see we'll but see I, I think i also don't know where they're going but yeah i think we'll save the pizza rating for when we're done watching the entire series yeah yeah but so far i'm digging it <laughs> that's for sure no it's it, like the show calls itself that's so awesome yeah i love having these conversations because I it was just with talking with you right now that I figured out that this is a early 2000s teen comedy mixed with like awesome crazy demon fighting anime. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, so the Eternity Devil, right? He's on the 8th floor of the hotel. Yeah. 8 and 8 in Japanese is their sort of concept stand in for infinity. Oh, like, yeah, eight. Well, yeah. They're tying all that in as, like, not even explaining it, but that's informing their choices for yeah. the show. Woo, crazy. That was and that was great. I, I liked how he's like, everyone stay here. I'm going to go up this, and he comes back down. And then, of course, that annoying girl's like... <laughs> <laughs> for like, a second, I thought she, like, wasn't able to talk. Like, she could only make sounds because she didn't say a full word. How did word. she even make it past, like, basic demon hunter training or well, devil hunter training? They said her parents forced her to, which is the interesting part. Oh, they not, even gave justification how, to that little nonsense character. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's that that <laughs> that's almost a Japanese concept they understand too. Our parents forced me. Oh yeah, we understand that. Well, it's even weirder because they the context they give it is that she was forced to become a devil hunter to pay for her brother's college because her brother is the chosen child oh, of the family. Nice to go to school. 
Wonderful. <laughs> but like, ugh, they're still doing all those smart okay. social commentary I, tropes. Yeah. Now, now I feel bad for her. I don't hate her as much. No, she's, she barely says any words and she stabs everybody <laughs> any chance she gets. You cannot like her. That's allowed. She's okay. terrible. She sucks. Okay. I, I mean, yes, it's bad that she was forced to be there, but you know. And I like it's. It's maybe funny don't stab all your friends. I think you're supposed to not like power, but I totally think like like it's like <laughs> she ate all the food. It's the funniest thing to me when the the, the guy's like, "You ate all the food." And I'm like, oh. Genji did. He said he was hungry. <laughs> you commanded me to kill. You always blame them for everything. They're gonna be it. the best buds, the power and it's Denji, great. because they're the perfect combination of chaotic. Yeah. They really are kind of the same character. Before we wrap it up, I want to talk about their wrap-up. Yes. There's a different rap song at the end of every episode so far. That's it? That's a maze. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. And a different anime, like an animated sequence. Yeah, it's a different point. animated sequence. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's so cool. No, I love it. I know they do that for a, a lot of these animes, but... These ones are really good. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if like having a separate one for each credit is a thing. I, th- I usually like they have one main intro credit song right. and then one main end credit song. Yeah. But to have like I, they, I think they've the done, variety they of did end that on Attack on Titan. They do that. Oh, okay. I think there you go. I don't know if they do it for all of them. Sometimes, yeah. I haven't seen every single episode, but I know they have different exit animations for a lot of them that kind of recap stuff that went on so (laughs) i got you but it's fun i like all the music too all the songs are good the music is great and it's all as far as i can tell mostly japanese artists because i've been adding a whole bunch of new people to my spotify oh yeah yeah next time we're at an anime convention and they're there you're gonna be like oh yeah i know you guys (laughs) i can sing this song (laughs) well you guys know what we think we want to know what you think yeah are you on the Chainsaw Man bandwagon? Chainsaw wagon. Are you on the wagon full of chainsaws? That's very dangerous. <laughs> let us know. If you're not, let us know why you're not. And you know what? You should be. Uh, let us know which is more dangerous, a wagon full of chainsaws or a wagon full of table saws. You uh, decide. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> you can hit us up on our social medias at Assuming Pod. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also send us a Gmail, assumingpositions at gmail.com. Not a comma! Every week I say, Mikey, how do you want them to format the Gmail? Offer me a contract. Pretend you're a devil, oh. or I'm a devil, and you're trying to persuade me to your side of the argument. Oh, cool. You have to, yeah, you have to say what kind of devil you are, what yep. powers you can benefit, yep. and what part of Mikey's body you want for it. <laughs> or Yeah, you can touch one of my boobs. That's fine. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I don't, I don't say that right now. I got to see what the contract is, but it could be on the table. That's all I'm saying. Fairness for everybody. Oh, man. We want to let you guys know that this weekend, this weekend, we will be at Baycon. Yes, sir. 2023 in Pasadena, Texas. If you haven't got your tickets yet, get your tickets. If you're anywhere near the area, come on down and say you listen to us and give us fist bumps and we will smile and that's it. Dance around and do little jigs. Yep. But to find out, go to ba slash con dot live. Yes. Bacon dot live. If you like what we're doing here, bringing positivity into fandom, you can buy us coffee. Yeah. And support us with caffeine. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash assuming pod and uh, put some tips in the tip jar. Get Mikey revved up like a chainsaw. Oh, I see. <laughs> 
I see a through line. Um, now I turned into too much coffee, man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as you know, we call our fans Positrons, and we want to thank you, Positrons, for listening. We love you guys so very much. We also want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing, not Scott Productions for equipment, and Jazzar for our music. And we hope you guys have a devilishly good week. I don't know why I said this. Respect your vegetables. Respect your vegetables. That's what Denji said. That's what Power said. They got really mad when or Power disrespected the vegetables. And so Denji was like, hey, vegetables are awesome. Be nice yeah. to them. And I would recommend uh, get some toast and put all the jellies in your fridge on it and see what happens. Make oh, all the jellies. Super toast.